All right, uh, Brian, will we will we go for some comments? Do we have any floating in, or do we want to keep moving? You let me know. Uh, yeah, though, no, Owen Healy um, has just put in a comment here. We were reflecting on, he, he added contend as a, in, in, rather than uh, concede. But uh, he, yeah, and he's back to the point that we Christina made around the fact that the Colts struggled last weekend so so much against the front seven of the Chargers. And we see it's a similar type of pattern emerging on Sunday in the game of MetLife. And then uh, Fred is in, as always, with Let's Go Boys, as referring to the Cowboys, having had that big win against the Eagles last weekend. But. Uh, that's all. That's all for the time being. That's all for the time being. All right, keep them coming in, folks, and we'll uh, we'll get back to you a little bit later in the show. Okay, so we have next coming up is the Browns at the Commanders. So um, there's a bit to a bit to unpack here. I mean, Carson Wentz is going to be starting as QB for the Commanders, um, and we have a run on the NFCs here. As the Commanders are actually in the in the hunt here, um, so. Let's hear your thoughts. Maybe will we start with you, Colin, this time? Would you give us your thoughts on the Browns and the Commanders? Yeah, Kala, the um, Commanders head coach, uh, Ron Rivera, former Panthers yes. head coach, so you'll know him. Um, no, he earned that that moat here um, because of uh, a discussion he had with John Madden um, once, a, once upon a time, many moons ago, and um, Madden uh, said, um, he met him when he was a kid, and Madden said, just go for it. He told him he wanted to be an NFL player. And Ron Rivera took that to heart as the Panthers head coach, and he um, went for it on uh, every fourth and one uh, in the uh, last uh, 12 games of the, the season. They ended up winning nine of those. Now, we haven't seen uh, Riverboat Ron uh, take chances that, uh, as frequently, uh, I would say, as the commander's head coach. But I think bringing Wentz back is an enormous roll of the dice with the playoffs on the line and uh, with a new owner um, in, you know, going to, to buy it at some point. Um, you know, this is kind of uh, putting all your chips in. If it works out, fantastic. If it doesn't, um, Riverpool Ron uh, might be thrown overboard. So I am going to say that it will work out because I just think that for the Browns, there's nothing to play for uh, now. You know, they uh, Jacoby Brissett had kept them in the hunt, um, but um, Deshaun Watson, um, alongside being a, a terrible person, looks like a, co- a guy who hasn't played quarterback for two years. And um, I, I think the the Browns are just on to, to next year. Um, nothing has gone their way, and the the commanders really still have something to play for. They play hard for uh, Ron Rivera, and I think they will get the victory in this game. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ron Rivera. I have to say, I like the old Riverboat. Um, Christina, what about you? Uh, do you think Riverboat Ron's gonna roll the dice and come up trumps here? You know what? For these ones, where I'm kind of on the fence. Cleveland is in a danger zone, as Colin just said. They've got nothing to play for. So is that something where they just go all out hell for leather and say, we're just going to do it this season. Let's go out in a high. At least one game win. Um, but what's interesting is since Deshaun Watson has come back, they've actually been averaging a 15 points in each game, uh, which didn't happen before he came back. And you're right. He hasn't played football in a very, very long time, Colin. And, you know, he's got a whole season ahead of him, enough season to prepare for next year. Um, I just think it's going to be one of those matches where the commanders will do it for sure, but I think Cleveland will put up a fight. Okay. 
And indeed, Deshaun Watson is a terrible person. I should have plus one that comment earlier on. Um, okay, and what about you, Brian? What's your take on, on this Commanders-Browns game? No, I'm with the guys, and I think the Commanders will, will win this game. I was I was looking, again, similar uh, type of information in terms of what Christina's putting out around the numbers on, on the Browns' offence. Even in the last three games, they've only scored a total of 33 points. I know there's some adverse weather conditions shown in there, but we haven't seen a lot from Deshaun Watson. He certainly looks like a player that hasn't played in quite some time. The Carson Wentz thing, Carson Wentz coming back in, I mean, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, he'll give them a bit of a, a G up and, you know, it is the last shot of dice. I mean, let's not forget, they were 1-4 when he was playing, so it wasn't like he was setting the world at night before he got injured and, and Taylor Heineke came back into the team. But they are in a strong position. They had their last two games of the season at home against the Browns team that have little to play for and f- final game against the Cowboys that sh- at that stage will be not a likelihood resting up, so it's very much in their hands to make the playoffs. My only concern is that if the... Browns rely on the run game, which is can be very effective. Chubb and Hunt, if they get going, we saw last week what McCaffrey and, and the San Francisco 49ers rotting him were able to do or, or the commanders. If, if they fell into that pattern again, make the game not closer, potentially the Browns could come out on a, the right side, maybe a winning field goal type of game. But I think the commanders now home enough, just enough, just enough to win this game. Just enough. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll do a bit of a quick fire now. So, um, for each of you that I'll go to for or there's three games we're going to do quick fire on give us a few thoughts on it and then your pick and then I'll just uh, go around to each of you for your picks as well so on the first one I'm going to go to you Brian first it's the Broncos at the Chiefs what are your thoughts on that an eventful week for the Broncos um, to say the least absolutely but unfortunately the eventful week is off the field rather than on the field well well, maybe it is a little bit eventful we saw what happened on Christmas Day where the column said last night it was 51 points, it could have been 71, that's the point. That's the, the brilliant line that Conor had on last night's show. And look, things unfortunately for the Browns that Ramos get the season over and done with. I'm not sold on the Chiefs right now. I really felt that they would be the team going into the playoffs and a hot streak and tells you overturn the Bills, if not in the playoffs, certainly to get the number one seed. But we've seen over the last three games the inconsistencies in the second half. We saw it in Denver, we saw it against the Texans throughout the course of the game and again last week in the second half against Seattle took the foot off the gas that's the only thing that can stop them winning this game is complacency and potentially a bit of a bounce from players but you know bearing in mind that they've been we see time and time again when, it, when an interim head coach or manager comes in whenever sport there's a little bit of a G up for a time and maybe that keeps the Broncos in the game but Chiefs will win this game in the end yeah they don't have magic Mahomes he's just unbelievable to watch to be honest uh, Christina your pick on that one um, I'm going to go Chiefs Broncos. with the Chiefs you're going with the Chiefs as well. Okay. And Colm? Chiefs. Full house. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Everybody for a riverboat. Uh, all right. I'm going to move to you, Christina, for the next one. This is the Cardinals at the Falcons. So what's your thoughts on it? And then I'll get your picks, guys, after that. So both teams are coming off a long, long losing streak. So I think that's really interesting. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals this week. Slight favourite there in all the betting sources for the Falcons, but I definitely think, given the fact that JJ Watt has said he's retiring, this is going to be one of the last games for him this season. I definitely think they're going to pull it all out and go hell for leather. It's going to be a loss. Losing JJ Watt, he's always been one of the most vocal players on a pitch in quite some time. He's always been great for pulling out the sass as well. And we've all seen the video montages this week. I would have liked to have seen him play with his brothers just for a little bit, just to see them boss around. Um, but definitely it's one of those things where I definitely think it's going to be Cardinals with points this week. Not many, right. but it will be. 
Okay, Cardinals. Uh, Colm, your thoughts? I'm going Falcons. Falcons, okay. We have a bit of a, a different point of view. And Brian, what's your take? Falcons. Falcons, all right. So That's the first uh, game. Interest. That's the first game. We've all just, we finally had a disagreement. Yeah. But no, no. Uh, Colm called the books on, on my oh, beloved Costers. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he tried to ruin your knife. Yeah, but he caught he he referenced Werner Herzog, so all is forgiven. Okay, uh, and Colin, we go to the last quick fire one then, and it's the Rams at the Chargers. Your thoughts, and then I'll get picks from Christine and Brian. Yeah, the 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 Rams uh, ran into an AFC West team impersonating Santa and giving them all the gifts last weekend. That will not be the case uh, this weekend. They come up against the team that they. Um, you know, uh, share a city with. Um, I, I wonder, I would love to see how many people will actually be at, at this game. LA is not a football town. They have yet to win the city over. Um, but the, the Chargers are coming into form at the, the right time. And um, in fairness to Staley, he's gotten some stick, but uh, he did a, a heck of a job the, to get them through. And they are in, in the playoffs with a number of games to, to go. So they can be pretty pleased about that. They're getting pieces back as well. And I just think that they will have enough, um, especially on, on defense. Um, they are unlikely to be fighting um, on the sidelines with each other. Um, and I think that will make all the difference. And uh, they will get the victory and have the bragging rights uh, this uh, off season because they will be in the, the playoffs and the Rams will not. Okay, so Chargers is your call. Uh, Christi- uh, Brian, what's your call on this one? Uh, we call him on this, Chargers. Chargers and Christina? Chargers. Chargers all the way. You're charging right to the finish line here, folks, with all three A's. Okay, great stuff. Well, listen, let's move on um, to game seven. Um, and we're talking about the Dolphins at the Patriots here. So uh, we've got both of them, I think, still in the in the hunt for a wild card spot, as far as I know. And uh, But they've also, they're kind of both into, into losing at the moment. So uh, what's... What's the what's the verdict on this one? Uh, maybe I will go to you first this time, Christina. Let's not even talk about this season for Pats. It's just one of those ones. It's just been really, really terrible. But this is actually a do or die game for sure for the Pats. Um, the constant losses this year, the constant disconnection within our teams, we definitely need it. What's interesting is that we've lost four games in a row, but we've won five of the six matchups with the Dolphins over the last few years. So it is quite a big rival for us to be able to do it. Um, the question is, can we do it? Two ways out. We all know this. We've heard it since the start of the week or yesterday. Um, and the question is, the throw space that McDaniels plays with Hill and Waddle, is that something that the Pats can protect? I don't think so. Um, I just think for our O-line is just, I can't even <laughs> explain it anymore. I've spent the whole time on Twitter giving out about it for quite some time. I think I've almost started a full petition on getting rid of Matt Patricia as well. Uh, Mac Jones, just, he's not flavor of the month anymore with us. He's just become way too emotional for everyone. You can hear that this week as well. There's a lot of rumors going around that Belichick is getting quite frustrated with him. Um, he himself calls himself, you know, Mac Jones calls himself emotional and he's very passionate about the game. And that's why he lashes out in the pitch, which is not what you want to see from your star quarterback. It's He's just not living up to where he was in the draft. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. 
That must break your heart to say that. Okay, right. Colin, what's your what's your take on the Dolphins Patriots? Um uh, I you you missed my my rant about the the Dolphins and their treatment of um Tua and allowing him to play a second half with a, a concussion uh in yet and I in another um game this this year. Um I I I really like Mike McDaniel and what he does uh, in terms of um, the, especially the offense. Um, but I, I have to witness Teddy Bridgewater uh, in the flesh last year, and I just don't have the um, the belief um, in in Teddy. Um, I think he he's a solid backup, but I think Bill Belichick should be able to, to dial up enough. And if the Patriots can get out of their own way. Uh, they should win this. Uh, I think the the Dolphins need to to figure out, um, you know, how to move forward with uh with with Tua next year and ensure that what we saw this year doesn't happen again. It feel it will be disappointing. They had a great start. They've really fallen off. Um, there will be changes, I imagine, to the Patriots in the off season, but I do think they'll probably have enough in this one. Okay, and Brian. You feel we've got we've got a split a split vote here. So what's yours? Uh, it's a difficult one to call. Both teams are on like we're, we're talking about the Patriots losing games, but the Dolphins have lost four straight four straight losses, and yeah, to two a situation has been handled very badly. He's not going to play also this weekend, and Collins right like nothing in the terms of their backups can fill you with any confidence. I was reflecting on the games in which they played when Teddy sorry when Teddy stepped in earlier in the season. When uh, two was declared out with a concussion against the, the Bengals, they lost that game. The final week, they lost to the Jets. The final week, they lost to the Vikings. So they lost every game when he wasn't available. But yeah, they haven't been winning with him there either. So it's it's neither team is coming into it, you know, when any type of confidence. And, and Christina's right, what we've seen from the Patriots' offense this season is so inconsistent. Like the last two games, in particular, in Vegas, the last week on, first half, they do a 17 0 second half, they come back. Well, last week, they're running out back into the game. I think I think the Patriots will win. I think uh, Belichick will mass some wins. A great win. I think Belichick knows himself that he's made a lot of mistakes this season. This is not the Bill Belichick of old type teams we're seeing where they don't make silly mistakes. They have done over the past two weeks, which has cost them games, but not this week. I think they win, keep their opportunity alive to be in the playoffs come come mid January. Interesting. The the pragmatic Patriots found us the one back and against the Patriots this week. Uh, tr- truly. Uh, Patriots at uh, must know more than us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the inside track to Belichick there. Uh, very good. Okay. Well, then uh, we're going to move on to the Bears at the Lions. The Lions were defeated beautifully last week by the Panthers, uh, or last week, whatever you know. Time is a flat circle at Christmas, and um, I, uh, uh, I think you probably won't have to get me at Eddie Murphy Lions jacket anymore, or will you, Brian? Because uh, Bears are still a bit competitive, but they also love losing, it seems. And obviously the Lions need this one badly. They were on a roll, and then uh, the Panthers went and roared. So what's your take on it, Brian? Well, look, the Lions, yeah, the Lions last week, um, the, the, we, me and you kind of discussed it on our, our show last last night, sorry, that the Lions' defense was what we saw earlier in the season, couldn't stop the run, couldn't stop the pass, and essentially allowed the Panthers to go up and down the field on them. I was thinking back to when the Lions kind of tore in the corner in the season. For me, it was in week 10 when they played the Bears. They won the game 31-10. They were down by 14 points in the second half. I came back, sorry, in the second half, in the fourth quarter and found a way to come back and win. And that gave them a springboard to go and win games. At home this season, they've been amazing to watch. They've been really entertaining. Great games. 
high-scoring games, and they're playing against a Bears team that seemed to be, with the exception maybe last week, they didn't put many points up. Always seem to be in high-scoring games, but yet they always seem to come out the wrong side of it. That's how I see this game. I think the Lions will put up something in the thirties, and I don't think the Bears offense will be able to deliver them. There is some bright spots for this Bears team further down the line, but not in this game. I think the Bears or the Lions will will win this game well. The Lions defeating the Bears. It seems like the epic struggle continues. All right, uh, Christina, what's your take on it? I'm going to go with the Lions. I think what's interesting, though, is that this is the 186th meeting of the two teams. 186th game. And we see there's a lot of cross the NFL, for sure. A lot of the games are divisional rivals. What's interesting is that the Bears are leading this win. They've won 104 games. They've got um, 100, or they've got 76 losses and five ties. But I'm going to go with the Lions for sure. I definitely think the Lions have been doing a lot better since about week 10, week 11, as Brian has been saying. We can see a lot of the Irish uh, Lions fans getting quite excited every week. Um, they're no longer bitter, which is great to see. Um, and I definitely think that the Bears are struggling for sure this year. It just hasn't been a great season for them completely gelling together as a team. So it will be the Lions. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose the Bears won a lot of those ones in the past because the Lions were not very good for a long time. But here they are. They're back in business. Uh, I remember when I started watching football, the Bears were the Bears were the Super Bowl winners. It was Jim McMahon and uh, the Fridge and maybe even Ron Rivera. Was he playing in those days? I can't even remember. Um, so, yeah, long, long, long lineage there. Colm, uh, sorry, I've, I've gone on a reverie there. Tell me your thoughts on the Bears and the Lions. Um, if this was literally Bears versus Lions, uh, <laughs> yeah, give me your thoughts on that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and it was narrated uh, by Werner Herzog. Then, oh, what what yes. a watch! What a watch that would be. Um, and th- in that case, I would definitely go with the with the Bears, and um, you know, especially <laughs> if they got into the the cocaine that that news really says they're they are into. Um, but that, that is not the case. What I will say is I would look for Justin Fields to do his best Forrest Gump impersonation. I would say he could set a record for um, the the most QB rushing yards in a single game um, because the Lions cannot defend the run. But like Brian said, I still think the Bears will find a way to, to lose it. And they might end up, could end up with, with the number one overall pick if things were uh, to to go differently with certain results for the the Texans, um, I I think it's all about building and they've loads of picks and they will have loads of cast base next year. That's what it's about for for the Bears. The Lions are still in the hunt for the playoffs, so the Lions to win this one. Nice, uh, Brian. Did you want to come in there? Yeah, sorry. I want to point out I didn't, I didn't make um, where the Bears could potentially exploit this Lions defense. Uh, we, I just we touched on. 320 yards given up to the Panthers last week. The last team to come even close to that, in fact, was the Bears when they played in week 10. It was in the region of 250 yards. Uh, you mentioned Jim McMahon there, 85 yeah. football. Well, me and Colin were forced inter- to interview him last summer, and he was in his house in Mexico. No top on, uh, really entertaining interview. Yeah, you should check that one out. Yeah, okay, that's cool. So he hasn't changed. That's great. You can never stop being Jim McMahon, Jim McMahon. Okay, and uh, just very quickly, if a, if it was really Bears versus really Lions, what do you think, uh, Brian and Christina, who would win in that matchup if there were actual animals fighting? Brian? A toy. <laughs> a toy. <laughs> Sit on the fence. Christina, what's the spread on this one? It depends on how big the bear is. but the bear... Uh, It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Grant. 
I, sorry, and I know we're going off on tangents here, but I do think if there was a film of bears fighting lions with Werner Herzog narrating and directing and Tom Hanks as the gamekeeper, we're talking box office. Like, you know, I can I can see it now. I, I, I'll, I'll have to, I, no, I have to write that script. Uh, that's that's just happening now. Okay, brilliant. Uh, but for what it's worth, I actually think the lion would defeat the bear. They're cunning. They're very cunning. 